Regarding to how to use social media for your business, you can dial in 917-889-8041. Hit that number one. It's 917-889-8041. And press number one, and we'll put you on the line with Mark. But we're going to go ahead and get into some music real quick. And then later on in the show, we also going to have Faith uh, Woodard, who is, I mean, I'm sorry, Faith Underwood, who is an author and uh, a woman of many talents as well. So, yeah, make sure y'all keep it locked and loaded. All right, Mark, you there? Yeah, buddy, I'm right here, man. All right. Uh, so, for everybody out there who uh, is not familiar with uh, 13 Moves Marketing, give us a little background of what got you involved in starting the company and how do you help people use social social media oh man well I got involved with it um, four years ago so four years ago I I wound up becoming a caregiver for my father who was suffering from uh, Alzheimer's and early stages of dementia when that happened I wasn't actually able to uh, continue working you know, a normal nine to five job. So, um, he required me to kind of be around the clock service. So in that I started kind of figuring out what can I do? What can I learn? What kind of skill can I adapt to that is growing as well as it's not going anywhere. And that was social media marketing. And so, I dove into it via workshops, master classes, seminars, and I still do those to this day. I mean, I still do master classes. I still do seminars because, I mean, it's this thing is changing daily. I mean, from platforms to who's on the platform to how to take your leads and convert them to sales, it all changes. And it's if you're not constantly learning and staying on top of it, then you're going to miss out on what could be best for your business. You're not going to miss out on the on the social media train. You're just going to miss out on what's working best for your business. That's, that's, but that's how I got into it. And that's kind of, you know, what made me do it. Um, and when I say made, it was something I had already been previously working with, with a local business in here in, in middle Georgia and mm-hmm. I was doing I was doing the Facebook post I was kind of helping with the Instagram and I was kind of helping promote events as far as like the event space and parties and bringing in celebrity guests and promoting that um, so it was kind of in me to kind of like merge into the market and do let's do marketing so and I didn't want to do a digital marketing, which is kind of social media marketing, but it just is a little different. Um, I just kind of felt like because 
I'm already kind of a people person. Social uh-huh. media was the, the right niche for me. Um, so I learned everything I possibly can about each and every one of them. And I'm still learning because they often, I mean, it's what I knew about Facebook last week has changed this week. <laughs> and the same with Instagram and TikTok and, you know, the, uh, all the other ones. Periscope, Pinterest. I mean, all of those are processes and platforms that have a huge benefit for businesses when it comes to marketing. They're different, but they all have, you know, one benefit, and that's converting a lead into a paying customer. Like, I mean, it's not that you want, do you want to like? I mean, yes, you want somebody to like your post, but... But would you rather someone do business with you or just like your post? I mean, I think we both know the answer to the question would be you want people to do business with you. <laughs> exactly. So I with mean, you doing this, um, in social media being, you know, having multiple platforms, multiple layers to it, have you found in your experience that certain platforms work better than others, depending on the type of business or... Oh, you just apply oh, the same principle. Oh, no, no, no. Of course. I, um, I think that there's... So Facebook in general, Facebook and Instagram, both of those can work pretty simple for any business that you want. I mean, I, it's, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's restaurant, real estate, gyms, department stores. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are relatively easy to work with for businesses but it when you've got a demographic that's younger or you've got a product that's going that your target base is a younger audience and I mean you know from 16 to 24 or even in you can go 13 but I mean you're really not selling a product to a 13 year old you're getting a 13 year old to sell its parents to I want this product. So, but within that, it's, you know, TikTok is going to be that. Um, I think LinkedIn is probably one of the most underused as far as marketing goes, but it's also, as far as a small town here in, in Macon, it's an underused platform, but it's a huge platform for businesses. Um, yeah. statistic, statistically, um, more businesses have higher conversions in real estate on LinkedIn than they do on any other channel. Um, you know, and that's because you're professional. It's just, it's a more of a professional account. And if you're most real estate agents and even the, even the marketers that they hire, they're only, oh yeah, I'm going to make a video for you or we'll put pretty pictures on Instagram and that's fine and dandy. But the algorithm is going to limit the engagement if the real estate agent isn't engaging with their followers, the likes, the comments, everything else. So if you've got 2,000 some odd people that you're friends with, um, 1% of those are going to see your post if you're not engaging. And if you're not engaging with them, then you're going to see less than that. Facebook used to be organic reach was the way to go and there's a lot of there's a lot to be said for organic reach but I mean it's a play it's a pay to play game now and 
in that you have to you can't just boost a post I mean that's you're gonna waste money if you're boosting a post with no target no direction no call to action and not knowing why you're even making the post to begin with So how has the transition then, because I get what you're saying, I understand that, and I've said a lot of the stuff that you're saying to other people, how do you get like the business on, because, you know, some people, they're still trying to catch up, especially people who've had businesses for like, you know, let's say 20 years or so, and they're refusing to adapt to change as far as like really engaging and building the audience yeah. online because that will drive sales. How do you, it what does, do you do to really, you know, get them over to this side? I mean, I think a lot of that has to be less about coming across as trying to sell yourself as a product and more along the lines of being someone that can fix their problem. Like, if you were to show them their numbers from let's say last year and you do a mock ad for them and you pay for it don't you know don't charge them anything you do a mock ad you pay it which would be in their industry you run it you pay for it you show the conversions on a landing page and you take that to them and then you say look this is your pain point right now you're losing on average a 30% of your business to online retail to online e-commerce or to online people that you know are adapted to online very similar to restaurants right now like think about the situation we're in with corona if if restaurants decided that okay we're just going to close our doors we're not going to do anything they would be losing money. Instead, they adapted to go into to-go. And even now, even as doors are still opening up, they're still going to be, most of their focus will be in to-go. Because, I mean, people just aren't rushing back into businesses to sit down and eat next to each other. So, you you really have to come across less salesy and less marketing and more along the lines as a problem solver. Um, because if you can show someone that you can solve their problem, they're more likely to engage with what it is you're talking about. Because you don't want, I mean, every we see it, even as a marketer, um, you know, I see it. And when you're on Facebook and you're here and you see the ad, sponsored ads come up, it's like, I don't want to engage, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to engage with that. Like, um, like, I don't, I'm gonna scroll right by it and even if you are engaged with it if your spouse or uh, your significant other or maybe your best friend if they tag you in a post that um, you don't even know what they're tagging you in or why they're tagging you and all of a sudden you you lost engagement of whatever ads you were looking at And, and you're not gonna go back to it I mean Let's be honest. You're not going to say, oh, well, let me see what my friends are talking about. I'll go right back to the net. You're not. You're not going to go back. So when, and, you know, a lot of businesses see that and they say, well, I've tried Facebook or they've done it themselves and they've gotten no results from it. 
and they've boosted posts and they spent all this money on doing it themselves and they've gotten no results. So why would, as for me, you know, with your question, why would a marketer come in and be able to fix that? Well, I mean, because it's what we do. Um, you know, you don't, I, I say this a lot and, and it kind of resonates with people, but you don't go to a dentist for heart surgery. You go to a heart surgeon. I mean, so if you can't do it yourself, then, you know, you go to someone, a specialist or someone who can. And I think that that's the thing about social media marketing. Whether whether you want to hire an agency or you want to bring on somebody that can help you get it to where you can actually do it yourself, those are going to be how you heal your pain points. And, I mean, even for me, when I first started, you know, trial and error, it's A-B testing. I mean, I would run an ad and it would fail. And I would be like, oh, well, let me go look at the number of statistics of why it failed. Why, oh, I wasn't even in the right targeting zone. I was targeting people outside of my zip code. And, yeah, I definitely so, you know, uh, get that. Um I, I like what you're saying um, because I tell people all the time like we all have different things that we take up in our lives and that we become good at and the analogy that you use like you know you wouldn't go to a dentist for a heart surgery and I think that with marketing a lot of people feel that they can do it themselves and I'm like they don't even understand all that goes into it it's a lot of behind the scenes work to see uh, the upfront results And I think, you know, sometimes consumers can like try to discount the uh, hiring someone who knows how to do things of that nature and who understands it. And so how uh, how has that battle been for you from that standpoint as far as uh, business? Do you run into those type of consumers who feel that marketing is just an expense? Oh, definitely. I mean, I run into those kind of businesses. I mean, I run into those kind of businesses. I run into um, kind of those kind of clients that because I do like free consulting, one hour free consulting, I'll look, I will do a deep dive into your social media all for free and tell you exactly what's wrong with it, how to fix it, and then go from there. And that's kind of just to show you the difference in what's going on but there's so many people in businesses when you they feel that they're spending money elsewhere and and you know in marketing they're spending money in the old and and there's nothing wrong with it but they're spending money in the old way kind of what you were saying about adapting you know you Mm -hmm. see people spend money on Mark, you still there? People are getting rid of cable. They're streaming. So if you're not putting your ad on streaming services, you're not really reaching the people that you think you're reaching. And I mean, that's digital marketing, not social media marketing. So the leveraging social media 
and utilizing digital marketing are two separate spectrums. And I don't think that local businesses have actually put the two together yet. And a lot of it probably because most of these companies um, that have marketing, their goal is to sell a marketing package. Their goal is not to actually like give you the data, give you the analytics and increase your sales. It's giving you a promise that this will increase your sales. Yes. Where yeah, you go ahead. No, no, you can go ahead and finish it out. I was just saying that when so well, like with social media, it's to leverage the active user to go through a funnel process of seeing what it is that you offer then you engage then you engage back with them explaining the process of utilization of what they're going to get and then you can tell to whether or not they buy today you have an e-source because we don't own our Facebook you know Facebook owns that Facebook was to shut that and you've got 30,000 followers on a group page and out of those 30,000 you have maybe 15 emails because you're just friends of yours or maybe you've talked to them you just lost 30,000 emails yes and the email is way more important than the like yeah I tell um, I do a lot of different work with independent artists and I tell them your livelihood is in the data and if you can access people directly then you'll never have a problem because you can yep. always engage with them and platforms social media facebook instagram tiktok all those things youtube are great but if like you said if they strip them away it's like people don't even want to uh, get their own websites anymore because oh, yeah. now they figure that you know i can just put it on social media but yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to these companies. So then, where's your uh, where's your funnel system, or you know, where's your data? Where's your backup at to where you can still access people and still do business? Correct. I had a conversation um, with a client um, a couple of months ago, and this was about website design. And they were telling me that they use uh, Squarespace, mm-hmm. and I said. That's great. I said, so what are you, what are, you, you use Squarespace, so what is your e-com store? Oh, no, 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 I just have a, I just use it for my business page, for my website. And I was like, why? Well, it was cheap. I was like, yeah, but I mean, it's not an actual website. That like, Squarespace, Wix, all of these, they're template sites, man. You need an actual full integrated website that's going to help your business for what you're wanting to do and he was like oh okay and he changed his he closed his thing out spent a little extra money on getting an actual website was able to install a pixel which is kind of it tells Facebook analytics it tells all the people that have hit your website your traffic numbers it shows you the data and he went from not having an e-commerce site to actually having a functioning, trackable website for his customer base. So when they sign up, boom, he's good to go. 
And you're right. What happens to Squarespace? What if it closes? What if Wix closes? You know, you, you need something that's going to be solid. Now, exactly. I don't think these sites, I don't think that these sites are going anywhere just because e-commerce is turning over hand and foot. And it's, you see, I mean, as a marketer, you know, I, I look at the numbers from e-commerce and you go if you were promoting online or created an online presence you probably wouldn't be in the situation you're in now the big brands that are in trouble like GNC you know Forever 21 it's just got um, they're on the verge of I think they've actually filed bankruptcy um, but, but they're on the verge of it you had uh what was that other one? There was another one that just Pier One. Um, you know, Pier One is got bought up, but now it's turned into an e-commerce store. All of these bigger brick and mortar stores are about to start going e-commerce because they people, especially now, we it was going to happen down the road, but it's mm-hmm. fast forwarded. It's been fast forwarded by. Um, everybody's staying at home and the store is being closed you know like I've talked to a friend of mine about um, he, he was the manager at Hot Topics and I was asking him I said you know what is y'all's plan to reopen and he goes man we can go all the way to August we're killing it online right now I'm like wow I got you like and it's you notice that like People are shopping online. People aren't afraid mm-hmm. to shop online. You know? And if that's our new norm, then as a, as a retail business, you're going to need an online presence, and that's what social media does. It gives you an online presence. But it only gives you an online presence if you're doing it right. Because these people that have 5,000 followers, 1% see their post. They may get, you know, 125 likes. That's great. That's a start for the Facebook algorithm to be a key in. But you need to respond to your people because your people want engagement. That's where the new, you know, that's what people want. I mean, you know, you don't go into a store to just look around. Someone to, they greet you. Hey, how are you? You know, what can I help you with? Like, (laughs) Exactly. It's like it's, it's like the new sale nowadays because we're social creatures. And I think some people forget that. And building up that small relationship actually helps uh, to you know drive that sale. So Oh yeah. You I, I, well you need I the get relationship. It. Exactly. You have to have you have to have the relationship. I mean, most people um and I made that mistake, um, you know, when I first was starting with just doing marketing, I wasn't really following the, I don't want to say Facebook protocol, because it was, it's not a protocol, but I wasn't seeing the increase in my business page as I was my personal page. 
And the reason why I wasn't seeing the increase in my business page versus my personal page was because I was more, I was creating content that was more immersive and engaging on my personal page versus putting out content that only pertains to marketing on my business page. And that just slight difference hindered everything else. But once I changed it and started adding posts to my personal page and saying, if you want to know more, go to this page, both pages started to increase at the same time. So for uh, small businesses, especially here in the middle of Georgia area, do you give them some type of, uh, I guess, template or plan to say if they want to handle their social media and they go and they hire you and you teach them all this stuff, do you set out some type of uh, instructions to where they can balance between running their business and running social media? Because, you know, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I set up everything. I mean, if they want me to run their social media, they'll get a bi-weekly um, data report. If they want to run it um, and just want me to kind of create it, then I basically build them a template and send it out and attach it to their page and show them exactly how to monitor it and watch it. It goes from there. So when people are correctly using social media to market their business and engage with the potential clients, uh, what would you say would be a, a standard as far as being able to generate new leads? Um, I think if you want to generate, in order to generate like a positive lead or a good lead, starts with removing the you from the post. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't just sit there and say, um, you take photos like hi i just took this photo what do you think like no 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 like make it completely about the consumer first and foremost and even in um even with facebook there's words that as far as in your copy will get a um It'll ping as coming across as clickbait or not working because they don't want you to use you or I or your. They're not trying to, they're trying to make you become more transparent and be more upfront. So it would be for, I guess, let's say a wedding photographer. Uh-huh. A post for a wedding, a post for a, a good post that converts for a wedding photographer would be. Um, let's see. Did you know? Um, did you know that spring photo shoots work best for spring weddings? For more info regarding all of my pricing or any of, for, for more info regarding my pricing specials, please contact me here and then attach a link to that so that you're giving them like. You're informing them when there's a better, like when is the perfect time to take photos. 
you're giving them the benefit so now they know oh well springtime is better to take photos like I actually have better photos um you know talking about this and explaining why you didn't give out your prices you told them to contact you if they wanted prices so you kept it real short and simple versus you know we do photo shoots for everybody please contact me <laughs> like, yeah. you know and that's and you see it in different posts um there was a post the other day that um, i ran across and um i was just like what is your intentions behind this post like i'm not i don't understand it <laughs> you know it's like you do video but what do you do like you do video for real estate agents okay but what do real estate agents get from your video like does your video translate into sales or do you just do video Yeah, I, I, I definitely get it. I think, you know, a lot of people forget, like you said, you know, keeping the consumer in mind. So even if you're a videographer and you want to attract real estate agents and film the properties that they have, how will that translate into sales for them? And, you know, I tell That's people, you know, I'm a results type of individual. Yeah, well, I mean... I think in, in real estate, most people should be a numbers type of individual. I mean, if you're going to post a house and you just post it on your Facebook page, that is just on your Facebook page. Where is the potential? Like, why would you just put it there? Like, or if you put it on Snapchat, or let's say you put it on TikTok. Like, is the house that you just took a photo of, can it be bought by someone who's 24, 25 years old? Like, you, you need to know your demographic. Are you actually collecting an email for, to, to contact them? Are you contacting them through Messenger? Like, is your post, does your post have relevancy or is your post just a post? Like, that's what small businesses, real estate agents, or anyone needs to think before they make the post. Does it have relevancy? Can it be used? Does it inform and educate? Or is it just a post? Yeah, yeah, definitely did. So, uh, as far as you uh, being, you know, an entrepreneur, um, how have you, I guess, like the journey, or has there been anything that you disliked about your journey thus far? Uh, oh yeah, man. You know, this, I love doing social media. Um, I love being an entrepreneur as well. But it's it's crazy when you live in a town like Macon, um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there are other small towns like that. But it's it's so crazy when you live in a town that has abundance of potential. Yes. But yet, but yet, the city isn't even promoted. It's we promote hot spots, and now with the Corona, you can't even really promote downtown or any other side of the town because no one's going out. So it's it's crazy when you see 
especially from someone who loves the city as a marker. Um, I had the conversation the other day, and it's sad to even have the conversation about Little Richard. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the whole city wants to be, I love Little Richard. He's dead. So why didn't you make it like known when he was alive that you appreciated him? Why wouldn't you done a mural, have his family come down while he was alive? Like, you know, the Almond Brothers. They didn't even live in Georgia, man. Like, they didn't even live in Macon. Like, we don't, I don't know, man. We just don't, it, it's, that's a part of it. And you know that you can't make a change. You know, it's, that's, that's a frustrating, um, it's a frustrating side from a marketer standpoint when you know that you have the ability to have a conversation with someone if they would just take in what you're saying and mm-hmm. work together or collaborate, but Macon doesn't know how to collaborate. So as a marketer here, it's that constant trying to explain yourself of why, you know, this benefits the city or this benefits this or this benefits that. So it's just, I think early on, I was spending so much energy in trying to educate and inform people that when you get so many no thank you I'm doing my own I got it okay and now you see that they're begging on Facebook please come like we're open for lunch like (laughs) help me (laughs) we're having hard times right now you're kind of like hmm hmm did we talk about that about six months ago (laughs) are are you originally from Megan no <coughs> yeah, oh, no, 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 I, from here. I tend to have these same conversations with people who are not from Macon because I'm not from Macon either uh, originally from yeah. Nashville, Tennessee and went to school at Fort Valley State University but my wife is nice. uh, from Macon and I tell people the same thing that you're saying Macon has just the geographical location, the resources that are around it everything when you encompass all that this city has the potential to be fantastic it's just that no one else sees it and it seems like it's only the outsiders who see it as opposed to the ones who live here oh yeah well I mean I think the ones that live here see it but they only do it if they can get um, local clout like they love being a local celebrity for a town known for musical history but mm-hmm. don't want to do anything to change the musical history. Like, yes. there's something there's something to be said when you start, like, looking at the cities around us and how they're growing versus we're the same city that we've been for the past 15 years. Like, and I know people will argue with me and say, oh, well, there's downtown. Okay. What about it? Riverside Drive looks like, well, <laughs> I mean, that's the doorway to the entry to Macon. When people drive mm-hmm. by, that's what people think about before they even get to downtown. What do I want to, what is this? Oh, no, I'm, uh, let's just, there's Chick fil A, there's a Starbucks, let's eat and let's get the hell out of here. That's what people think. <laughs> Like, they don't even, you know, it's like, you have to, like, I just, it, 
it really saddens me to know that the city doesn't promote itself. And it only gets promoted when there is some sort of, like, something that they can get a name off of. Like, I had a conversation this morning, matter of fact, with a fella that used to live here. He did a lot for the Making Film Festival and a lot of other different stuff. And I was talking to him, and I said, you know, like... We've raised money for a graffiti artist, which is amazing. I think that's great. But to come to Macon, to come to Macon, to do a mural of Little Richard, right? Same guy that did the Samuel L. Jackson mural, the big boy and Andre mural in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Samuel L. and Andre and big boy are still alive. <laughs> I mean, so, like... I mean, it, it's, it's, I guess it's, I guess it's never too late to pay homage. But think about what could have been if the city had actually started caring about Little Richard before his death. Yeah. You know, bringing in tourism. Let me show you his house. Let me show you where he did this. Let me, you know, this is where this worked, or this was recorded, or this here. But. That would be my frustrations with, like, being a mar- being a local marketer here. You know, you've got some businesses that see right through it, and they're like, you know, I'm tired of being okay, man. Like, I'm tired of barely making my numbers. Tired of relying on word of mouth because if you you make somebody mad in this town, they're not going to support you because oh my goodness, you've got different values and views. Like, I'm tired of that. I need help and. Those people, they're seeing amazing results. You know? Yeah, it definitely, I mean, it definitely gives you frustration and definitely understand where you're coming from. <laughs> and, and like you said, I want more people to be able to be open-minded and, you know, go for your business and the potential is unlimited. It, it uh, reminds me of, I don't know if you know the owners of, uh, I cannot remember their business, but they do leggings. And I think they had an office or their initial location was out on Vineville Avenue. And they went on Shark Tank and their business exploded to where they were doing millions of dollars of selling leggings and stuff. And I'm like, why aren't y'all like using people like this to attract more people and to show that the potential for greatness is there? Oh, man. Think about the. All the films that have been shot here, like we should have, we've got a rock candy tour. Why don't we have a film tour? Yep. And why is it, and why is it that promoted? Like through the center of visitor bureau, like, and this is, this is just how you can see. And I say this in a positive and a negative. This is how you can tell that Macon doesn't understand power of leveraging social media. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you, the first thought of when you start looking for things, like, what you look in, the, you look toward land. You don't look towards um, Macon, you know? You look toward Atlanta. When music's coming, what's happening? What festivals are going on? So look, Beer Fest, I mean, we've got, you know, 
where and I've seen it especially during the quarantine thing man and big props to Robert Graham if you know that guy but um he's he's a cool cat man um he does you know he did the shine on the hand sanitizer but yet Mm -hmm. you've got local businesses buying product from Pretoria Fields to brewery not in making you've got um Scofflaw big props to those guys in the service industry they're in Atlanta they're making um hand sanitizer you know what did our brewery do and it's not a not a game of like they could have it's like if you're gonna be in the center and be local and promote your city why aren't you doing this yeah like these are questions you you know as a as a marketer you go whoever's doing their marketing just gained them a truckload of business because of not the hand sanitizer but because they care about their community exactly and that's what it really it goes back and it resonates with people and And, then it spreads like wildfire yes and then that is what social media is you have to involve your community as a business to show them that you care stop trying to sell stuff Stop trying to make sales. Yeah. Okay, well, but I mean, it's, I got, uh-huh, right it's yeah, it's just yeah, it's just it makes no sense uh, to why people don't want to do the. I mean, it's not even a bad like this isn't a competition. And I say that all the time. Like, I'm all for helping other marketing companies. I'm all for working with other marketing companies. I'm all for trying to assist other marketing companies. Because at the end of the day, working together is what's going to help the city as a whole. When you, exactly. When you try to, like... I don't want to work with you because you're my competition. I mean, trust me, brother. Like, as a marketing agent, I'm not trying to make my home and make it. If there's somebody in Ottawa, Canada that needs social media, we're going to go to Ottawa, Canada. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not just going to put my home and, and say I only work with make it. I, I mean, that's foolish of me. You know, that's that's that okay mindset, and I just don't have it. <laughs> but collaboration is it's I mean it's just it's what works like that's the best like these are things all the way around even when you talk about like different platforms you have to maybe somebody understands Pinterest better than I do I would love to work with them because they're going to help me understand Pinterest better like no one knows every platform like completely and if you think you do you're lying to your clients and yourself that is true so for for anybody out there uh, who wants to be able to look you up or say if they have questions or want to go through one of your consultations what's the best route of them reaching you 
best way to get me is either through Facebook or my phone. Uh, we're in process of building the website, so because I didn't go through like just a template site, um, it's taking a little bit longer. But no worries. Um, but that's the best way. The website actually isn't for me; it's just the testimonials. So. <laughs> yes, those are uh, those are highly important. Yes, social proof is the next best thing to you know engagement I mean but yeah I can be reached at um, my phone number is 478 319 0883 you can call me anytime doesn't matter um, I'm on social media uh, at marks that's M-A-R-C S-P-N-T view on Instagram marks point of view on Instagram I'm uh, just Mark Childs on Facebook, 13 Moves Marketing on Facebook, um, and that's that's about the best way to reach me at this time, just because of the website not being up, but again, the website's not for me, um, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be about, about clients um, and all about them, um, it's just... For. It'll have the list of services and stuff, but other than that, I mean, I prefer to sit down and talk with you and explain the services versus you trying to figure it out on the website. Because if you look at it and you don't understand what paid per click means or lead ads or conversions or ad cost and all of that and how it's included, it's so much easier to sit down and talk to you versus you trying to decipher it yourself from a, uh, a website. Yeah, and I definitely agree with the sitting down and marketing is not a cookie cutter approach. You know, everybody's oh, no. situation is different, and that's what I tell people all the time. You can't just expect to be like, "Hey, what's your rates and what's your charge and all that." I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. I need to know a lot of information about you in order to know where we got to go. Oh yeah, I've got. I don't really have a set price. Um, it changes. Like you said, man, it definitely changes. I think that I have a base price for consultation. Um, you know, consultation is basically it's five hundred a month. Um, you'll get two one-hour bi-weekly phone calls. Um, I will monitor your social media accounts. I won't touch your accounts. I will just monitor them. Um, if you make a post and I see the post and I'm like, yeah, that post really isn't going to go anywhere. I'll shoot you a text or a um, a message or an email and say, hey, look, you need to change this word to this keyword. Um, don't boost the post. Like, if you did boost the post, how long are you running that ad? Um, you know, just to make sure that they're getting the best out of it, um, out of their thing. And that's what consultation is, is helping to consult them to get through the, you know, the jungle of social media exactly you know and then of course for me to run it I mean it can be anywhere from 800 a month all the way up to 5,000 a month just depending on if you want YouTube videos I mean there's, there's a lot that goes into it I mean that's creating posts daily that's engaging with everyone so you don't even have to touch your social media ever again it's all me and my team yes. will straight engage for you 
we create ads, we run your ads, um, we send you a bi-weekly data analytics um, kind of sheet that will tell you exactly what this ad did, who it targeted, what it does. We create specials if you're a restaurant that are guaranteed. That I don't want to say guaranteed because um, they would have been if we hadn't have been in Corona. But we create specials that will bring you a higher transpersonal conversion. We uh, help you locate brand influencers, um, brand ambassadors, uh, you know, for people to to just basically keep spreading you out. Exactly. Well, Mark, you, uh, you presented a lot of great information. And so anybody out there listening and who's going to go back and re-listen to the episode, definitely appreciate your input. Um, I'd like to give my guests, you know, uh, last thing so if you have like a mantra or anything that you really want to you know reiterate and pinpoint here's the time to do so oh man I think that uh, you know for me man it's it's wake up and grind man you know it's not gonna you know whatever you're doing Titian's doing better so you need to think that way so that you perform better um, and, and, and become easier to adapt the moment that you get relaxed and just say, you know what, they're probably not doing that. No way. They are doing it. If your competition's doing it, you should be doing it the day before. So just wake up, grind, man, and be present. Be present with your social media and, you know, always engage. Create engagement, create a return. So okay. that's kind of my mantra. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Well, I appreciate it, Mark. And yeah, yeah, man, I appreciate you, man. Uh, let's meet. Since you're local, yeah, yeah. man, let's meet up and grab lunch. Um, no, we we definitely will. Okay. Uh, we'll meet we'll, up, grab lunch. It's on me. We, I mean, and I'm not saying that like, oh, who's going to take me to Burger King? No, man, wherever you want to go, we'll go eat. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate that. So, but uh, I appreciate the plug, man. Um, thank you so much. And uh, it's always fun to talk social media. Oh, it, it is. It's definitely. Mark, you have a great rest of the day. All right, man. Appreciate you so much. You guys take care. Thank you guys for listening. All right. All right, child. That was Mark Childs, who is the owner founder of 13 Moves Marketing.